Welcome to A Contemplative Path with Dr. William Teeley, the spiritual director for the School for Contemplative Living and author of the book, Monks in the World, Seeking God in a Frantic Culture, recorded at his Ecoute Sanctuary just outside of New Orleans, Louisiana. Here's Dr. Teeley. I love teaching meditation because of the joy I find in gathering friends and strangers to experience oneness with God, ourselves, each other, and all created things. That sense of interconnectedness, of being part of the whole as direct experience and not just a theory, is amazing to me. But there's more. This last week I was blessed to lead an adventure in mindfulness meditation with a woman from India who was trying out meditation for the first time, a man from Venezuela who has begun teaching fourth graders here in New Orleans to meditate in his classroom, a musician from the local Episcopal Cathedral who has just completed mindfulness training, and a friend who trained in mindfulness with me in the past year. In other words, most everyone in this class was at the beginning of a practice that can be life-changing. I love sharing principles of the practice and guiding groups like this through the experience of entering a place of self-compassion where we hold whatever arises within us in loving awareness. That can be very challenging, of course, considering the stream of thoughts and emotions which can arise in a short period of practice. But the challenge is worth it, as we learn that even the most troubling thoughts and emotions can be soothed by a persistent attitude of loving awareness. In effect, we are holding ourselves with compassion, treating ourselves with loving kindness. Here's an example of how that can work. In completing our family's taxes, the program revealed a doubling of the rate we thought we owed for our share of the affordable health care insurance. That discovery threw me. I wanted to cry or choke or curse. Feelings of being a failure in providing for my family arose. Unworthiness was the main emotion that was drowning me. I needed help. I needed a practice of holding the emotions in loving awareness. I spent the week working with those emotions as best I could. The feelings returned each day, and I kept trying to hold them in loving awareness. There was no magical solution and no pill to make them go away. There was just a daily practice. However, out of the holding came a realization that I needed to share my feelings with a wise guide. So I set up an appointment with my spiritual director. That too was a form of self-compassion, a decision not to isolate myself with feelings of unworthiness. And sharing those feelings 
proved very valuable. I came away from seeing my spiritual director with a sense of being valued and loved just as I am. In effect, she helped me deepen my practice of holding the feelings in loving awareness, as well as helping me to form an action plan to address our financial situation. Because I had spent the week holding my own emotions in loving awareness, I could share that teaching and practice with the class from direct experience. In meditation practice, experience is everything. This is not about just adopting the correct beliefs. Without that experience, our words of trying to share these things with others fall on deaf ears because people intuit when we are only speaking of information we have acquired. There was more in that Saturday group experience. There was for me a feeling of timelessness, which came for several moments along the way. These are always just moments. There's never some long extended hours of bliss. There's just a moment, a moment at a time. And for me, I was blessed to have a moment of timelessness. There was also the joy of simple being, with no need to accomplish anything. The Venezuelan man described a feeling that Thich Nhat Hanh has called coming home. He said for him, it was a way of being at home in his own skin. As we shared our experiences, the Indian woman said she struggled with how her attention kept being pulled off into various thoughts. We all said that we got that, and we normalized her experience of the wandering mind. It's what happens for all of us. I pointed out that hundreds of people through the years have told me that was the thing that made them believe they couldn't meditate. And I related how one meditation teacher had said the only way to not have thoughts was to be dead. We all laughed. Next, I described how the extended practice of noticing thoughts and letting them go while returning to a simple focus of attention, like the breath, had been filling my inner reservoir with a sense of healing, wholeness, and completeness. It sounds easy, which it is not, but the tool of release and return with persistent thoughts has been a help to me for decades now. In the group, I also shared how the critical voice that arises from our thoughts can make sitting in stillness downright painful. So we briefly explored how normal it seems to be for all humans to have times when that negative voice in our heads persistently tells us the ways that it thinks we are failures. The solution? Keep releasing such judgments, return the attention to the breath, and sustain an attitude of loving awareness. The critical voice is another aspect of our common humanity. So sharing about it in a meditation group can actually draw us together and help us feel connected 
even if we walked into the room as strangers. Finally, a career aspiration of mine has always been to relieve suffering. That mission gives me a sense of purpose, and the meditation teaching offers a sense of competency in sharing tools which can help build people's resilience for dealing with their suffering. I feel so blessed every time I get to accompany others in their journey through suffering into the place of innate healing. That work seems like a good way to spend the rest of my life. The School for Contemplative Living exists to create contemplative communities who practice the presence of God for personal transformation and compassionate service with the world. To find additional resources for your own contemplative path, visit the School for Contemplative Living online at thescl.net. That's www.thescl.net.